Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. 56% of job seekers say their biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications, according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be a lonely process, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding a job that fits. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location near you at ExpressPros.com. With no fees for job seekers, visit ExpressPros.com. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Greetings and welcome inside. Happy Tuesday. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Well, you know, you you know, you hear the phrase, Mike Harmon, you give and you get, you know, Today I I remember the song. You get what you give. You get what you give. That's uh, uh, wake up, kids. You got the dreamer's disease. That's it. That was that song. Was that James? Was that James? That was the New Radicals. New Radicals. What was James? What was the song by the dude? His name was James. 
I thought that was it. Yeah, I don't know. Tyshirt should know that. It was after 2000 when he was listening to music. It was a James. Oh, Sometimes yeah. sit down, getting away with it. Oh, no, it's a, it's a sport of frustration, song. nothing but love. No, it kind of sounds like that Georgia Satellite song, don't hand me no. I'll be no I think it was, it was James that. and the Giant Peach. No, it was, it was <laughs> not. Ah, the dude James, he had the one song in the 90s. I thought that's what it was. You're talking about Laid? Yes! Well, can we say that? I don't know. Uh, well, uh, I skipped over that yes. one. I was trying to keep it nice and clean for the family. You out. just but did I, say it, so apparently I, we can. Yeah. Can you say it? He just did. Uh, yes, that's it. That's that song. That's that song. I, I, I confused that with New Radicals. Wow. Uh, like I said, you, you get and you give, and that was today, right? Because I woke up today and I was very excited that Syracuse was in the also receiving votes category for college football after yeah. week one. Very excited about that, man. I mean, you think, no, no, that's an achievement, man. Getting into the also receiving votes category. Forget top twelve. Also receiving votes, man. That's a big deal. That's Long like road begins thing. with the first step, baby. Yes. Yeah, that's right. It's a new thing. I mean, because Northwestern got one. Uh, no, but that was a, that was a European what? vote. It doesn't count. European vote that doesn't translate. Well, what's to the, the exchange States. rate? No, it, uh, it uh, it's it's less than one. So it, you got actually like a quarter of a of a vote. Well, one euro is currently point yeah. nine nine dollars. So I'm actually ahead. No, Jerk. no, no, you're not. One full euro. One is more than point nine nine. Yeah, so I, I have a full dollar, full euro. No, no, you got the no, dude. You got the we got a one in, in euro. You got one in the United States. You got ninety nine cents, basically. Well, I'm a global kind of guy. One, so and I got the one. But wait, no, but the one. Yeah, right. But in the United States, you got less because point nine nine is less than one. And you did math for a long time. You help people with money. They put you in charge no, of money no, but at see, Northwestern. No, see, it, that only matters if we're talking about it in the office space. Kind of thing, you know, the fractions of pennies. You have, or in this you, case, just a penny. <laughs> hey, hey, Bill, a lot of money missing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, in this I case, mean, it's negligible. You know, like if you were going to tell me it was a much bigger disparity, I'd care. But at this point, we're basically even. Uh, so I, I had the also receiving votes category today, and yeah. now the Mets are going to wind up being tied for first place with the Braves for the first time since April after they got pounded by the Pirates tonight. Pounded by the Pirates. The alliteration just uh, beautiful. The Mets have just decided to stop hitting. Pete Alonzo, Francisco, we're just not going to hit. We're done. We're not going to hit. We're not. Well, Nimmo hit a home run. Not hit. Not hitting. Our two best players aren't hitting. The D. We have three outs in the lineup. The DH isn't hitting anymore. The catcher has never hit. Third base doesn't hit. We don't hit. We don't hit. We're not hitting. We're not hitting. I told you we're going to cough up this lead to the Braves. All of this, oh, it's a new year for the Mets. Like I said, disaster lurks around every bleeping corner. And it's like, oh, it's a new year. It's this, it's that. Yeah, as uh, the, the Mets should have taken care of the Braves, and they won four out of five. Nope. Nope. Here they are now because they can go 20 and five while we go 10 and 10 and sit there and meander around a little bit. And the Braves, all they've done is be cocky and arrogant and troll the Mets the entire season. And now they're 
going to catch them. That's what upsets me the most. Not that the Mets have given away leads, because I've watched the Mets give away leads many, many times. But just the fact the Braves are so arrogant and snooty about it. That's what upsets me. What do you mean they're than, arrogant they're and snooty arrogant about it? Just because they know they're going to track you down. Uh, they're arrogant. How about you guys yeah. learn to play with some pressure? It's being arrogant and snooty. That's the same thing. Arrogant and snooty. Maybe some of their fans, maybe some of the pundits and columnists and loudmouth talk show hosts there in Atlanta have been a bit snooty or whatever. Players are just going out and dominating. I don't know what's arrogant and snooty about that. It is. If you guys actually just took care of business, it wouldn't matter. You'd be able to say, oh, you were arrogant and snooty for nothing. Instead, you're crumbling. You're crumbling with the exception of small stretches. The guys that you thought were going to be dominant have actually been just ordinary average guys to steal from Joe Walsh. Hence, hence why I said this is what makes me upset about it is that snooty. they're going to do it and they're being snooty about it. They're not being snooty about yes, it. They just snooty. keep coming. They're being snooty. They're being no, snooty. it's about all how hard you snooty. can get hit, get up, and snooty. keep moving forward. That's Ronald what Acuna is snooty. Spencer He's Strider snooty. is snooty. The team played narco when the Mets lost the other night in Atlanta over their sound system. The whole team is snooty and trolls. Well, that's, that's, all just, that's, that's what upsets funny. me the most. The opportunity to troll. Look, it became a national phenomenon. Yeah. So if you can go and then poke the bear, why don't you poke the bear? <laughs> if, the Met, if the Mets had any heart, they'd respond better than getting their asses beaten by the Pittsburgh Pirates. Yeah, and, and the, don't forget the Nationals. Oh, the, the, wor- the worst teams are coming at us at the worst time. I never thought I'd say that, but that's what's happening. How's right Max Scherzer feeling? Uh, but you know, the yeah, Pirates yeah. have 50 wins now. Yeah, no, it's, it's big. It, hang it's, the no, it's big. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Pittsburgh, I'm hang it. All, yeah, Pittsburgh <laughs> Pittsburgh will hang the 50-win banner, and Syracuse will hang the also-receiving-votes category banner. I mean, that's an achievement. I mean, that, you think I'm kidding, but that isn't. What if list were you the also-receiving-votes category, that's a big thing now. <laughs> what did you say, Frostberg? I said, what list were you looking at, Smith? They didn't receive more than one vote. No, they're in, they're in the also-receiving-votes category. Like, the top 25, and then under that, you know, the team's also-receiving votes. Yeah, they were not on that list. Yeah, no, they are. What list are you looking at? They're the on the coaches' list, poll. The real list. No, the coaches' poll is the one that counts. That's the one I'm looking at. You guys don't have, they have any four. votes at the bottom where they have, have all the teams. They have Florida State, blah, blah, blah. Syracuse no, is not on the list. No, we're, we're there. I'm looking at it right now. We're there. Photoshop. I, I don't know what list you <laughs> Photoshop. You, yes. you, you must have hacked my machine, Smith. I'm suing your ass right now. Uh, I photoshopped it in. We really didn't receive it. Wait, Harmon, you're seeing it too? It I, I am. I, I, I've had to rub my eyes a couple of times, but there it was. Yeah, it's there. Although, but, like, one of the first things that pops out in terms of listen, list of voters is listen, listen. In, in bold face is Dino Babers. <laughs> if, you, if you Google Syracuse also receiving votes, it's the first match that comes up. <laughs> oh, boy. It's what, what you get votes, when you control man. the media. We got four votes. We got five. And, and uh, you know these votes are like from Saban and Harbaugh and Riley. Oh, yeah, they're from all the good coaches. I mean, you know, you know, not, not, uh, not Brian Kelly. They're from all the really good well, coaches. Dino Babers so gets to vote. There's yeah. Pat Fitzgerald voted. Mm-hmm. Scott mm-hmm. Frosty. I mean, Look Frost. He voted. Uh, it, it, look, the, the, the new college football poll that's out today 
uh, we saw some movement, and we saw teams that are sitting about where we thought they would be. Uh, the big movers of the week, Michigan moves up to number four all the way from number eight. Georgia moves up to number two. USC moves up to number 10. Mm-hmm. Florida is in the poll for the first. Hey, they were not rated, and they're 12th all of a sudden. Whoa, look at it's Florida. funny how that works, right? Yeah. Oh, let's overreact. Yeah, let's put it. Well, I mean, look, they beat a team that was in the top 10. You know, you can put them in there. It's okay. I'm, I'm all right with that. A narrow they, win over whatever. It, it is style points. At least they put I heard a lot of, of a lot of people. I heard a lot of people flapping their gums mm. uh, about Richardson today. Yeah, people listen to the show. You're welcome. Well, I, appre- I appreciate that. You know, when they're trying to yeah. conserve energy after all the heat waves, and maybe they're yeah. sitting in front of their fans, they they fire up the radio. Yeah, and they take a good old listen. To that uh, Smith Harmon duo. So thanks, uh, thanks for playing. Thanks for uh, hanging out. As we told you last night, Anthony Richardson, Heisman Trophy. He's the guy that can take it away from Caleb Williams. And today, ta-da, everybody's on that. Hey, well, I, everybody. I, I laughed like I said, about it. Be, I mean, because my my part of the argument didn't make it, which was he really has to run the gamut and do some really great things in order for that to happen. But you know what? Yeah. You're saying there's a chance. And and as you always say, the show is tonight. That's right. right? You always say the show the show's not next week. The show Well, is but tonight. I still have to make the argument of all the uh, giant leaps and whoop kind of yeah. moments he's going to have to have uh, if he's going to win that title. But, yeah, I mean, it's always fun when that next poll comes out and seeing how excited people get. Because let's face it, the media as a whole um, has embraced. USC on a on a very uncomfortable level, but that's okay. It's uh, it's it's the way of the world right now. So excitement there, your Gators, and and some other. I actually ran into a Florida State fan, a friend of uh, mom of one of Maddie's friends. Like, what the hell was that game all about? And I just started laughing. I go, where do we begin? Really, where do we begin with this? Like, what did you think? And just she had things I can't even repeat on air to say about the coaching efforts. On the other it, side. You know, the the one story this week in college football, the one that I, I don't want to say it pissed me off the most, but the one I was disappointed hearing people talk about and repeat is the, hey, everybody is uh, sleeping on USC. <laughs> like, wh- who the hell is sleeping on USC? They were the biggest story of the offseason. You brought in a terrific head coach who brought in every five-star player for the transfer portal he possibly could to play this year for USC. You have Caleb Williams, who could wind up winning the Heisman Trophy. You have a phenomenal offense. You recruited incredibly well. If they don't win the Pac-12 and get in the playoff, that's a disappointment. I'm sorry, but after one game for USC, that's what it is, because the Pac-12 is terrible. All right, we watched Oregon just get boat raced. Okay, Oregon's not really good. We watched Utah lose their first game. The Pac-12 is not good. USC is expected to win. They should go undefeated. They shouldn't lose any games in the Pac-12 at all. This is what's expected. This is no no one's sleeping on you. I can't believe USC was <laughs> was ranked as low as they were. Like why are the, how are they 14th and Notre Dame is 5th? How does that happen? Right? Notre Dame's breaking a new head coach. Yeah, they're 5th. USC's breaking a new head coach, and all they did was bring in the most talented guys in the country. Uh, USC's 14th. I did, no, I, I don't understand. People, no, sleep. Nobody's sleeping on USC. No. The expectation is the dynasty is back. You know, it would be great for USC and Florida. How much fun would that be for, for them to have a lot of storylines over the football season like we're used to them having? But that's the expectation for USC. 
Win Pac-12, get in the playoff. Anything short of that is a disappointment. They'll probably have a couple of close shootouts because the offense is further ahead of the defense, uh, but their offense is just unbelievable. I, I mean, really. I mean, I, 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 don't, I don't get what's going on with, with, oh, yeah, people are sleeping on USC. No, they're absolutely expected to be one of those top four teams, and they should be in the playoff. And if they're not, then that's a, that's a bad year. Suddenly, Lincoln Riley, the, the, hey, it's the first year. Let's have a good year. Let's get back. No, no, no. Now it's, hey, you got, you got to be in the playoff. Right. This is no one sleeping on USC. That is completely erroneous. Yeah, I, I look at the um, just had to remind myself when the leaks and rumors of what Lincoln Riley's buyout and contract with USC was going to be. That was all the way back at the end of November. That was Thanksgiving of 2021. Nobody's been sleeping. It's just a matter of how many guys showed up for the party. When they started getting ready to play. Because I don't know if you know this, Jason. The um, Pac-12 hasn't been good for a long time. So the expectation was just by showing up and putting his suitcase on a sideline, they were going to go and run the table very quickly. And so they come out with a big effort week one. And well, everybody that had, had jumped on the bandwagon wanted to affirm the fact that they were. Just to remind folks, hey, I'm here. I've planted my flag, and everybody else saying, well, there they are, the juggernauts not seen since Pete Carroll led, left left town like uh, well, rats on a sinking ship uh, with <laughs> these sanctions to come. we got to call it what it is. He got a free pass from most people on that. Oh. <laughs> I mean, he really did. Uh, but, yeah, there's no sleeping on USC. The expectations oh, are immense. Yeah, I mean, now it's you got to win. You got to get to the – you don't have to win the national championship, but you got to win the Pac-12. You got to get to the playoff. Well, that's no, but that, that's so it, right? It went from I don't know how fast this resurrection will go, and that's, that's the part of it I kind of laugh at. Like, well, it, it might not happen in year one. And now it's, you know, championship or bust. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Juan Gabriel. Juanquis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. 
Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph! Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast to start listening. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm not taking the loss just yet that Kenny Pickett is not the starting quarterback of the Steelers. Oh, boy. Not taking the loss. Because what I tell you, in the preseason, I said, bold prediction, he wins the starting job week one. Well, it didn't happen yesterday. Trubisky won it. Obviously, Kenny Pickett is set to be the quarterback very, very soon. However, being third string, maybe a little bit of a surprise. But apparently, according to Mike Tomlin, that was a clerical error. So the Steelers depth chart that got put out yesterday, and just think about this, how many people in Pittsburgh were insane because a guy was listed on the depth chart as third, right, instead of being second? Oh, what's going on? I don't understand. This is my, my Labor Day is ruined because Kenny Pickett is listed as third in the depth chart, not second. Uh, everybody go home. There's no barbecue. There's no cookout. Just go home. This day is terrible. The same people that the other day are like, ah, it doesn't matter what they put on a piece of paper. All of a sudden, it's a terrible miserable thing but Kenny Pickett is the backup quarterback to Mitchell Trubisky Mike Tomlin telling reporters today it was a clerical error that that's how the depth chart was listed at the start of training camp so the cut and paste component was the cut and paste component I know you are helping for a little more colorful explanation, but it is what it is. That's what happened. So apparently Mike Tomlin blaming that whoever was in charge of putting the depth chart out didn't do what the coaches wanted them to do and move Kenny Pickett from third to second. They didn't cut Kenny Pickett's name from three and pasted it two, and that's the problem. Um, this is what a load of crap this is. So apparently <laughs> the Steelers put out their depth chart and no one looks at anything, right? There's, there's no look through. No one is and making no sure it's right. Process. Nope. It ju- just take it and put it out there. Do you want to go over it? Nope. No. I trust you. Go ahead. Just, we'll just put it out there and put it right up online for everybody to see. Do, but you sure you don't want to look at No. Why do I need to proofread anything? Just put it right out there. I'm sure it's fine. So, I, uh, listen, I don't buy this for a second. Not for one second. What happened was 
as I'm sure the Steelers listed this, and they would wind up moving Pickett as the second quarterback for week one anyway because the thing is if you're listed second, you go in the game if the, if the first quarterback is hurt. If you're third, you can only go in in an emergency situation. So it really is a, is a deal for, the game, for game day if Pickett's listed as the second or third quarterback. But the Steelers were hoping we're going to put this out on Labor Day and, and here, here's the depth chart. And when the weekend comes, hey, you'd see a flip-flop and see Kenny Pickett ahead of Mason Rudolph. But no, 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 because I told you, Steeler fans just went absolutely bananas. How is he not second string? What a preseason he had. He's a local guy. We love him. I don't understand. Uh, the Steelers had to say, oh, oh, okay, okay. Well, really, he's second string. So, yeah, and uh, yeah, you know, I don't know. We didn't cut and paste and put it together. If it was really a cut and paste error, it would have been caught. You know, that's how you know it's a load of crap from the Steelers because this this was this is not something anything that's done that doesn't go through checks and balances and get and and before it's checked and looked right out. Coaches didn't look it over. Nobody looked at. Here's the depth chart. Uh, yeah, no, no, just go ahead. Uh, no, I, I think you would want to look it over. You want to make sure everything was right. It takes you what ninety seconds to look at the depth chart. Not even. To, to look because what what people aren't paying attention who you know where where you're listed if you're a backup outside linebacker or if you're the fifth you know whatever fourth safety no but the quarterback's a thing it'd be the first thing you would see oh quarterback there it is right there the first line would be quarterback depth chart so yeah the Steelers were trying to do something and they realized they couldn't do it and they they didn't know this was going to be the reaction which honestly tells you how much faster they're going to have to go to Kenny Pickett. Right, because the overwhelming what? pressure to see him right now, you can see it's even at a bigger fever pitch than it was. If you thought Trubisky had a month or a month and a half yesterday to uh, be the starting quarterback before, if he failed, they would go to Kenny Pickett. No, man, that time was cut in half because you just saw Steelers fans going crazy because he was listed third instead of second. How long do you really think Trubisky has? Fans are going to be burning down Insure Stadium or whatever it's called. They're going to be they're going to go to that stadium and go let's go let's just let's just ruin this place because Kenny Pickett's not the quarterback uh that's what's going to happen so the pressure to see him yeah it just got amped up a bit now you'll see him even sooner instead of four or five weeks maybe it's two or three weeks now because you saw what the reaction is from fans who are want to see Kenny Pickett play and it's not like they're wrong you have to see the guy eventually because he's the guy you took in the first round he's your future and he was terrific and he was terrific in the preseason so you got to see him at some point it just got moved up. Yeah, I, I, the only thing that they did was they they tr- they fixed the glitch and moved him ahead of Mason Rudolph. Reading anything else further into it, I, th- I think you're just trying to avoid taking a loss because Mitchell Trubisky was named the starter. You lose. No, nah, who knows? Tomorrow uh, so there could be a clerical it. error, and he could be the starting quarterback tomorrow. There could be a clerical – the cut and paste – oh, wait, we're sorry. We meant to put Kenny Pickett first and cut and paste Mitchell Trubisky to second. I could win my bold prediction tomorrow. That's why I'm no, not taking I, a loss. I, I get that you don't win many arguments at home, but this one you lost. No. Look, the, I, <laughs> they, the cut and no, paste. No, no. You sound like a five-year-old. I'm Calm not down. taking the loss. I took the loss yesterday. I'm not taking it today because it could change. It just – he moved a whole space yeah, in one great. day. Let, let me – let me just put it this way. If Mike Tomlin and the Steelers are now going to react to how the fans want them 
to, to do things. What? Because they didn't listen to them about getting rid of Ben Roethlisberger two years ago? Now they're going to – the knee-jerk reaction is, oh, they were mad that Kenny Pickett was third. He needs to start. To hell with that. That's not, that's not the case. Mitch Trubisky's your guy for a month, maybe longer. Maybe Kenny Pickett doesn't see the field at all this year. How do you feel about that? Because all I've heard is the outcry of how he proved it. Well, Trubisky didn't go out and suck to where he obviously lost whatever the advantage was, whatever the confidence was in the building. He was named a captain, not by Tomlin, not by a fan vote, by the guys in that room. Maybe he wasn't really named a captain. Maybe maybe they, they cut it's and a clerical the wrong error name there the captain. Too. Yeah. It was a clerical error. They you know what? Kenny we we the counted captain. the votes wrong. The <laughs> the guys on the offensive line were found to have voted seven times because he <laughs> bought them foot baths. <laughs> Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Juan Gabriel, Juan Gis, Selena, Selena, Celia Cruz, Azúcar, Carol G, La Bichota, Christina Aguilera, Extina, just to name a few. We're serving the whole story from rags to riches and all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, Call 1-800-GAMBLER. We're on the cusp of what could be two incredibly large milestones in Major League Baseball. Are we going to see them? Getting set to join us now on the hotline to break it all down with us. Longtime friend of the show, MLB Network, Fox Sports Radio Insider, who apparently gets paid by the Atlanta Braves because he had to put this tweet out five minutes ago. The Braves, leading in Oakland as I type this, are poised to finish the night with a share of first place in the NL East for the first time in 2022. Uh, Jay, John Paul Morosi, I, uh, did, did the check clear for you yet? Do they pay you? Do they Venmo you or do they Zell you? How do you get money after your, your obviously paid tweets about the Atlanta Braves? Well, Jason, uh, good evening, my friend. Um, first of all, I, I will respond to you with uh, the, the great comeback. It's maybe even too strong of a word, but the, the great response that my mentor in baseball writing, John Lowe, gave to me many years ago. He said, John, if you're ever in a clubhouse and a manager or a player does not like something that was printed in that morning's Detroit Free Press, <laughs> and they ask you about it, the first thing you should say is, do you mean that it's not true? And, which is a way of saying, if the person then says, well, no, it's true, then the response <laughs> is, well, then what exactly is the problem? Because, what because is the problem? I, repeat, I like that. The Braves... Leading in, leading in Oakland as we speak on Fox Sports Radio right now, are poised to finish the night with a share of first place in the NL East for the first time in 2022. Now, if now wait, I'm sorry it, you said, hang on a second, John Paul. Uh, I need to interrupt you because it's now 9-9. The A's okay. just tied the game. It's now 9-9. Oh, my goodness gracious. Well, there you go. Yeah. Well, We'll see what happens. Okay, so it is, is nine to nine. Yeah. Hey, there are, well, we'll see what happens. Okay, Justin Frostberg, please, please clip this and save it for all time. Because I, 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 I suppose it's true. It was accurate six minutes ago when I typed that, that the Braves were poised to finish the night with a share of first place. Yes. But literally, I, I feel as though I should have this all time-stamped. Uh, because uh, this could probably go down in history as freezing cold takes. But, but uh, for, for fear of getting too far off track, I, I did have this, this imagina- imagination that when I sent this tweet, that Jason would react 
something like <laughs> Blue Jays manager John Schneider coming out of the uh, dugout upon his ejection by home plate umpire Jeff Nelson, and and that basically that you were screaming at your uh, your phone or or uh, screen of choice upon which you read my tweet, in the same manner that John Schneider was voicing his displeasure with the strike zone of Mr. Nelson this evening. So uh, all that might be true, and now what also is true is that I suppose I must stay up all night long and, and wait for the end of this 9-9 game in Oakland so I can see if I'm accurate or not. See, well, first of all, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to go further than that. Like, my reaction, I thought you were going to say, like, George Brett running out of the dugout after getting called out for right. the pine tar. Very on. similar. <laughs> Very similar. Both, I, I would say that John Schneider and George Brett had similar intensity okay. uh, in, in terms of their, their objection. But I, I guess here's – and again, we, we speak – frequently on this great radio program uh, of yours about uh, about the Mets and the condition of the Mets fan. And what I would say to you is you just beat the Dodgers in a three-game series last week. Uh, so how, how bad can it be? I realize that there was uh, one run scored in back-to-back losses to the Nationals and then another loss today to the Pirates who at last check are not going to the playoffs this year. Um, so I, I get that. But, but that's just a few days, Jason. It's a long season, my friend. Keep the faith. It's, it's not that it's bad. It's just that in any other division, our lead is 10 or 11 games. But because we got to be in the bleeping NL East with the Braves who won't bleep and lose, it's a game or now a half right. game. Any and, other and, division. And I'm glad, I'm glad you mentioned that context because this story to me, it, objectively, has way more to do with the Braves than it does with the Mets. The Braves are the defending World Series champions. They're a really good team. Now, the, the, the statement I will make here I, I perhaps would raise some alarm bells for you and for Mets fans. But what I think is super interesting, and, uh, and uh, no less an authority on the Mets than Steve Phillips himself uh, mentioned this this morning, uh, but Steve said, how fascinating would it be if the Mets had to go down to the last day of the year, last series of the year, trying to compete for the NL East title, and had Scherzer and DeGrom going in game 161 and game 162, and if by chance they did not win the division, then they would have to begin a best-of-three wildcard series without even guaranteeing at that point in time that DeGrom or Scherzer would appear in the postseason at all. Let that one marinate for a moment. And uh, maybe, maybe I'll, Mike, at this point, I should probably let Jason think about something else. But I just wanted to mention that that is one unique part of the new MLB playoff format. Yeah, thanks for showing up and making him want to cry, buddy. I appreciate you. But I, I'd like to talk about something that isn't the Mets. <laughs> it's, it's better that we discuss this theoretically on the evening of September the 6th at 11.28 p.m. than for this to occur to you for the first time Right before game 161. No, that's good. And that also doesn't mean anybody's leaving early because of forearm strain or fatigue or anything else. Uh, as well, it goes. Yeah, I'm a little worried about Max. Uh, you're right. I'm worried about Max. But, but listen, the, 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 uh, let's, Jason, on the bright side, the Yankees' problems are far more severe and more numerous at the moment. Well, we can go there. I mean, we got a guy that's trying to be what some will consider the all-time single-season home run king and 
an Aaron Judge, but I mean that's that's fine and good. But watching the meltdown, it's almost like well, the Braves catching the the Mets. <laughs> well, <laughs> so here, here's the thing about the Yankees. Um, they they have a number of flaws right now offensively, and and for as much as it was a bit of a punchline for the first half of the season of oh my gosh are they too dependent on the home run uh, and what does that mean and everybody was laughing saying well when you've got Judge hitting darn near uh, on pace for 65 and Stanton is being Stanton um, and Rizzo was being Rizzo that wasn't a problem but now Rizzo's on the IL. Ben Intendi had handmade bone surgery, and Donaldson has faded a little bit. Torres really has never gotten going in the way that he has in the past. They've got some problems right now. They really do. And uh, I, I think that they, they are going to rely a lot on Harrison Bader when he comes back to give them some, some offensive diversity. Uh, I think when you, when you are a home run team and you're not hitting home runs, you look really lethargic. And that's not anybody's fault, and, and that's, that's not to say there's, there's any questioning of, uh, of effort at all, because that's not the case here. It's just a question of when, when you're not going and that's what you do as a team is hit home runs and, you, and the ball's not traveling for you and you've got multiple guys slumping, it's really hard to look good. There are other teams that, that can scratch out a run, manufacture a run, bunt, hit and run, steal, get creative, you know, beat out an infield base hit to, to kind of get a rally going. That's not the Yankees. That's not how they play. And so right now they are. They're in a legitimate funk. There is no, uh, there is no, no two ways about that. They've, they've struggled mightily since the beginning of August, where I, I think the Mets are still playing good baseball. The Yankees aren't. And they have to hope that the bullpen holds and that the rotation is stable enough to keep them around until the bats wake up. Because to your point, Mike, Judge is seeing one or two pitches to hit a night, and he's still doing damage, which is just mm-hmm. its amazing. I mean, but last, time we had this convers- or last week we had this conversation. I had just watched Judge get one pitch to hit, and he hit it to the rock pile in Anaheim. It was amazing for me to watch that in person, and he's still doing it a week later. So it's a lot of fun to watch him, but the Yankees themselves have to really – bring themselves out of this malaise that's gone on for more than a month now. All right, JP, now to, to get to a bigger uh, set of circumstances for September to watch the pennant races, we are on the cusp of what could be two incredible milestones. Aaron Judge, of course, we mentioned this, uh, right. could pass Roger Maris of 61 home runs, and Albert Pujols could get to 700. What do you? What does your crystal ball say we get at the end of the year? Do we get both of these milestones reached? Do we get one but not the other? Do we see neither of them reached? What do you see Judge and Pujols getting to their respective milestones? I think Judge gets the record. We talked about this a week ago, and I, I thought he would – it wouldn't just be 62 that he would get one or two more than that, and I, I still believe that right now. Uh, the, the, the Yankees have played collectively about as badly as they can play. And so I really believe that they're going to find some way to just bounce back. It seems as though the laws of regression would mandate that in the next couple weeks. And so as the, the lineup wakes up around them, they'll have more chances to hit with men on base and have more chances to do damage. I, I think he'll get there. Albert, I, I, I would love to see him get there, obviously. 
I think he might get just a little bit short. Uh, the, the chase itself has been so much fun to watch, and just the, the mere fact that he is part of the conversation is is really extraordinary. And, and Albert has has taken this from being a, a really a great story of coming back to St. Louis and and what it means to the organization and, and to baseball. He's having a great season. His OPS for the year is in the eight fifties. And he is now at 695. Um, he clearly has a chance at this. And it's now to the point where he's basically one, if he averages a homer a week, he's there in terms of how much time we've got left, give or take. Uh, maybe, he has to, maybe he has to have one week with two homers and then the rest with, with one, and he gets there. So um, it's just an amazing uh, fact that he's close. I think he'll probably settle at something like 698 or 99, which is just painful to think about. But Albert seems to have this tranquility about him where I think any of us that have watched him play, the record book is great and it's a wonderful thing to be a part of. I think he knows where he belongs and that if you really wanted to hang on and get one more home run, it's a, it's an amazing milestone, but I, I think he already knows what he's done in the game, and he knows what he's meant to the sport. And I think uh, there's a certain peace that he's got about him right now that I honestly think is kind of driving driving this this chase because he's focused on his team. And when I, I think it's easiest, and that's one of the reasons why you go back and you think about McGuire and Sosa, and you know those, especially in the case of McGuire, that, that wasn't really a special. Cardinals team that was going for something in terms of trying to win a, a World Series that year, and I think that in, in a way makes a, a chase, a home run chase, harder because you're you're sort of really focused on you as opposed to the entire team. And I think the way that Albert is is really buying in and being a great teammate this year, I think has has helped them do this. And so to to, to to fall short and then come back next year, I think would run counter to to the ethos of why this season has been so special for him. McCarthy, McNamara, and what do you think of Jim Harbaugh just having fun with the quarterback position in these uh, sure. preseason uh, games? I think McCarthy is eventually the right choice. I think the way that Jim has handled it has actually been great. Uh, if you go back, um, and for those of you just joining the program, we are now transitioning to Michigan football conversation. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't want to give it the long setup. Yeah, I mean, um, just so, by this point, if they don't know you're a Michigander, then right, it's, I right. mean, it's a failed experiment. So for, for, for those who were just tuning in to talk about the Mets, there is a football <laughs> team that plays in Michigan named the University of Michigan Wolverines, one that I follow as I do the Big Ten. Um, and uh, so Harbaugh announces week one is McNamara, um, the, the veteran who led them to the Big Ten title last year, and then J.J. McCarthy, sort of the, the hot shot younger guy, comes in, will start week two against Hawaii. At the end of the day, based on what I saw in week one and, and what we have seen from each quarterback over time, you have to judge this if you're Harbaugh, by this question, which of these two quarterbacks gives you a broader menu of options with which you can beat Ohio State in the shoe in November? And I think on that score, the answer is J.J. McCarthy. It just See, is. I thought it was going to be which guy am I going to be more upset if he puts himself into the transfer portal. No, that's, <laughs> and, and so to be honest, Mike, 
this is I am not a college football insider, but I follow the sport. Do I think that after last year, last season, and McCarthy was kind of used as as a change of pace guy and and came in from time to time, McNamara was more the game manager and, and JJ was more the electrifying talent. Do I think that there might have been a conversation where JJ or his advisors said, "Hey, listen, uh, we are going to have to look around if you're not going to give him a chance to start at least one game early in the season to show what he can do." And Harbaugh probably at that point would say, "I can give you a game, and then we'll see." And I think that's exactly what's happening. Woo! Uh, hot I mean, take, John Paul Morosi. That's my theory. That's my theory, and that's that is not that is not sourced information. That is just. That seems quite logical to me, and I think that that probably is a is a very plausible explanation for how they've handled it. And by the way, McCarthy looked better in the first week. Uh, I think he delivers the ball better. I like his 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 arm stroke, the angle he throws the football is just it's a more catchable ball, and I, and he's a more athletic runner as well. I just think to me. That's how it looks. Now, obviously, these are still young men, and things can change week to week. But I just think, especially after watching Ohio State and Notre Dame on Saturday, you know, Notre Dame had a shot at that game because Buckner can run. And uh, I, I think that that's, that's what Michigan's going to probably have to do to give themselves a chance on that last Saturday there in November. He's on Twitter at John Morosi. That is at John Morosi, proud Michigander, proud MLB Network insider. You can follow him again, at John Morosi. JP, as always, buddy. Appreciate your time, my friend. We'll talk to you next week. Have fun. All buddy. the best, guys. I don't have to stay up all night and watch this uh, this Braves A's game now. Matt Olson's homecoming to the East Bay. Uh, <laughs> it is a high scoring affair, indeed, my friends. At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts carol g juan gabriel christina aguilera what do these three have in common you mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. 
Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.